Welcome to today's newsroom special with Liam Riley, where we will be asking if consumers think they are too smart to be scammed. New research from the Take 5 to Stop Fraud campaign shows the UK public think they could confidently spot a scam. However, the findings would suggest otherwise. Managing Director of Economic Crime at UK Finance, Katie Warabeck, and psychologist Dr David Lewis joined us to discuss the research findings and to offer advice on how to spot and stop fraud. David, can you tell us a bit about the research findings? Um, yeah, very interesting this was, uh, because most of us uh, think that we are good at spotting frauds. We don't think we could be taken in. We always think it's somebody else who's going to kind of fall for the scams, which are now increasingly prevalent, uh, both through the Internet, over the phone and through the mail. But in fact, uh, there is a test which was set up by the Take 5 to Stop Fraud campaign. And when they took this test, 63,000 people took it and 80% failed. Uh, if any of your listeners would like to take it, if they just go through to the Take 5 to Stop Fraud uh, website uh, and uh, then click on the test, take the test, uh, eight questions and see how many you know they can, they can get right. And most people uh, do, don't get it right. I think only 9% and would just check out one person in 10 actually got the questions completely right. So this is rather worrying because, you know, we tend to perhaps to think of these uh, sca- scammers as being pimply teenagers in their back bedrooms but in fact these are criminal gangs they're highly sophisticated they're highly well financed uh, because of the money they steal and so they're able to construct sites which look very convincing they may come across to you as a site where you've trusted in before perhaps a financial organization you've trusted and they copy the site and then they say something to scare you for example uh, oh your your security's been you know been breached you'll have to move all your money across to this new account in order to safeguard it or they'll arouse your greed if you move to this new site we'll give you 20% in, in you know increase in your in your investment or, or something like that and you know the motto is if it sounds too good to be true it is too good to be true so avoid it like the plague Okay, and Katie, can you tell us how big an issue financial fraud is for the British public? Okay, so it cost uh, from our £366.4 million lost to financial fraud in the first half of 2017 and a further £100 million lost through what we call um, authorised bank transfer scams, which is the type of fraud where you um, are are duped into moving money from one account to another. So it's a big issue for, for the whole of the UK. And can you tell us different types of financial fraud that take place? Well, um, there's the type which I've just described about what's they called bank transfer scams, and often this is someone pretending to be from the bank or the police um, duping you into moving money from one account to another. Um, in other types of scams, um, people uh, send texts or emails um, pretending again to be from the bank or from another organisation that you trust, asking you to click on a link or to respond in some way, uh, and that takes you through perhaps to a dodgy website um, or um, through a phone number to the fraud. Um, when you think you're talking to the organisation concerned. So the main thing is, um, in, if you're approached by um, somebody out of the blue, even if it's an organisation that you normally trust, and they're asking you to either give away information or to do something unusual, um, then that's the time to stop and take five, think about what you're doing, and uh, don't be pressured into doing something just because they say it's urgent. And for both of you, what, what advice would you give for people to help them spot and stop financial fraud? Um, Well, I think for me, it is about taking that moment. So we have um, a little motto to go with the Take 5 week, which says, my money, my info, I don't think so. If we were all to just use that every time we're uh, under pressure, I think it would help us stop falling foul of these types of scams.
What I would say for my side is uh, two things, really. If you get something in from an organization, uh, if you hover over their email uh, address, the sender's address, uh, you will actually be able to see where it's actually come from. So if it apparently comes from a trusted site, and when you hover your mouth over it, it says something like, I don't know, ballyhoo.ru, for example, it came from Russia. Well, clearly that's a warning sign for you to delete it immediately. And also, uh, these days, one of the ways they get into your system is through what they call a phishing uh, email. So they will actually, uh, that's phishing, with an, not with an F-I-S-H for fish, it's phishing P-H. And it means sending you something which is intriguing, which catches your imagination. You think, oh, I'd like to look at that. Of course, the advertisers sometimes call clickbait, so you click on it. And that opens your portal and all sorts of horrible things can then happen. You can have malware uh, loaded onto your system. You can have all sorts of things to corrupt or actually steal information from you. So always be very, very wary. I think wariness, and as Kelly was saying, my money, my info, I don't think so, is a good way of slowing your brain down a little bit and really considering whether you ought to do anything about this email. And if in doubt, rub it out. David and Katie, thank you very much for joining us. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.